want to start this episode off with an apology to uh, what are the last three uh, offseason posts? Broncos, Bucks, Broncos, Bucks, and at Cardinals. Cardinal, yeah, Cardinals. Cardinals. I uh, want to apologize to all the teams of those fans because when I was going through them making it, I kind of realized like, oh, seventy percent of the moves um, have gone to other already teams. happened. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's almost like planned. Um, it's so almost like I told you. Yeah, we don't it's like almost... vacations out here. Um, we're not about it. Uh, I apologize. Well, actually, not to Denver fans, but Arizona fans, you guys have been through a lot. I'm sorry. That was me. That was really it, it, me. It, it's it was, it was fucked up. I, I'd go so far to say. Yeah, so it's almost like I told like you that. on uh, on Sunday that we should try to get them out early, and well, it, it didn't Sunday happen. It was pretty late to, to like scram those together. All, all I gotta say. I mean, I made mine on Sunday. Well, I mean, it was the day before I had to pack and stuff. I, I was treating you to a nice weekend. There was things going on, a lot of lot of moving parts. Uh, I I also d- didn't quite, you know, I'd say this is on us free agency the opening kind of snuck up on us and we kind of needed to pump them out a little bit quicker at the end and we didn't didn't quite get them out of time and and you know cabo cabo week horrible timing horrible timing with free agency oh blame usc blame usc shame on usc for scheduling the spring break over free agency free agency Are, are you guys fucking kidding me what what are we doing Okay, what the hell are we doing out here? They're not they're not water boy they're enthusiasts, not clearly. They're not thinking. They're yeah, just, they're not thinking. That that's all it comes down to. But there's no other way to start this off. Uh to make up um to make up to Cardinal fans and Bucks fans, not Denver fans, but to make up to Cardinal and Bucks fans. Um fun little fun little Mexico adventure. So as you can see, I'm still pale as shit. But I'm a little red in the face, a little sunburned. Did not wear sunscreen on my face the entire trip. I learned. Don't recommend that. That. So yeah. Don't wear sunscreen on your face, kids. Um, and then you can look like me. Fabulous. So. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Just we just have to clear. Sunscreen. Are you? Are you literally? Is it bad to have sunscreen on your face? Or you... I I learned don't put sunscreen on your face. Wear like a hat. Why do you not put sunscreen on your face? I just heard this. I'm like that's. On TikTok. Uh, that's bullshit. But okay, continue. No, I I, I just heard that. It's wear a hat kid kids wear sunscreen. D- don't listen to Grant. Wear sunscreen. Not on your face, wear sunscreen. But everywhere else. No, wear wear sunscreen on your face. Sunscreen. Um, wear sunscreen on your face. Where I I did not get any type of like body tan at all. Um, so I actually wish that instead of like applying like two coats of sunscreen on, like per day which I thought was not enough. I only needed to do it once, and that, that would have been plenty. Because I, I, like, arguably left more wider than when I showed up. Uh, not a great sight. Uh, I'm on the plane ride back, ton of college kids obviously on there, and I was, like, Jasper the ghost compared to everyone else. I was like, oh, Jesus. I should have worn less sunscreen. So we're anti-sunscreen, but also anti-vacation. Uh... I should have never. Well, okay, we're not, we're not, we're not anti-sunscreen. Grant is just anti-anti being pale. Don't, don't, don't put on three coats of sunscreen. Yeah, just a span of like seven hours. 
Just make sure you don't get and melanoma. That's our stance. We're eh. burnt for like two hours of the day. Let's let's just make sure people aren't getting melanoma. That's our stance. Like, I I I, I quickly was educated about this UV ray bullshit and this nine ten eleven index shit. That's the time when you go out and get that bronze tan. Yeah, I didn't I didn't follow those rules, so <laughs> I did not go by that. Um, as you can tell, clearly, uh. You can't even tell I'm wearing a shirt right now. That's how wide I am. So, uh, yeah. But other uh, other recap while there. So the first day. This might be a teaser into the next pre-show. I'm not going to lie. This could be a, a little teaser. but a little teaser. Um, this is the story of how I was kidnapped by the cartel. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another very special episode of the Waterboy Podcast. Today it is episode 101. That's right. Uh, 101 Dalmatians. Uh, we're, we're back on time schedule. We're back on time order. We're recording this on Monday, March 20th, the day before. We're not, we're not, we're not recording ahead of time anymore, okay? If anything, we're recording this even too early. We should be recording this at 3 a.m. on Tuesday morning. That's, that's what we should be doing. My Good apologies. Day. We're anti-vacation. This is <sighs> my fault. If we, if I didn't go on the vacation, me and Everett, we would be up. I respect. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. In five thirty, you, you might have single-handedly screwed me over because I have my spring break in a week and a half, and now I got to figure out what I'm gonna be doing. Go on a vacation, boy. (laughs) Are the people gonna hate you? It's gonna be an issue. Oh, you're telling me. Yeah, apparently. Apparently, I'm not allowed to have vacations anymore. Well, the PR department kind of has kind of. People are anti-vacation. The Waterboy so Nation is anti-vacation. Anti- I, I I do not agree with vacations. I think they're bad for um, I think they're bad for the the public and the economy. Yeah, but in comparison, in comparison, at least if I go on vacation, it would only be over one episode. So in comparison to two, but yeah, but uh, Everett's uh, half birthday is coming up. So is it? That's yeah, October. So six months later, April. Right? Oh um, shit! I guess yeah. yeah. So your half birthday is coming. I guess up. it's coming up. Let's go. That's gonna be biggest shit. We're gonna have to celebrate that one hard. Yes, so yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be coming up. It's gonna be a very big time. It's gonna coincide. Well, no, not not. Well, your yeah, your spring break's early, early April. Yeah, it's the first week of April. Yeah, so not not quite coincide, but we're gonna count it anyway. Close enough. Uh, that's gonna be a big time celebration, but. What a weekend of March Madness, Everett. Uh, I'm just going to go out and say it. Thursday and Friday of March Madness are the two greatest days in all of sports back-to-back. I felt like I just lived through four days straight of, like, conference championship weekend. Like it was, This it was this March Madness, constant, too? Just game after game after game. Like, holy shit, I don't even have time to shower. I didn't shower <laughs> one time the whole weekend. I just sat and consumed also, bathed, you bathed in your own. <laughs> I, I bathed in my in my losses on day one and two, and I, day three, big, big day three. I went seven for eight on day three. Only lost. I I didn't have them obviously, but yeah, my big, brackets not doing too hot right now. But my bets, bets are doing doing well, pretty good. Openly, cleanly talk about bets. Uh, gambling, yeah, which is great, great and fantastic. All I wanted to say. Well, uh, I'll say I'll, I'll like segue this uh, in a second, but first, what I wanted to say ties into the the pre-show intro real quick. Thursday, I was flying back from Mexico, 
and it was the first time that I've ever been traveling and not able to watch all March Madness in its entirety, especially in those first two days, Thursday and Friday. However, I started the day off 0-3, so I was really, really happy that I was on a plane at the time, so I wasn't going to watch and, and cry over starting the day off 0-3. That's tough. Refreshing that ESPN tournament challenge app and it just zero percent zero percent oh that that hurts and then you check your pool with your boys and they're all moving up and you're zero percent you're at the bottom it hurts you're tied with the people that forgot to fill their bracket so i'm really happy that i wasn't there watching the the start of march madness i I was enthralled to be honest uh but moving on now betting talk immediately after princeton knocked off Arizona, I knew that they were going to beat Missouri in the next round. No matter what, it was a lock. So, Everett, fun fact, with Princeton moving on to the Sweet 16, four of the past five 15 seeds to win their first round matchup against a two seed have gone on to the Sweet 16. Florida Gulf Coast in 2013, Oral Roberts in 2021. The Goats. Oral Roberts in 2021. St. Peter's last year and Princeton this year. The only team that didn't do it was Middle Tennessee in 2016 when they beat Michigan State. And Izzo, who just made it to the Sweet 16, yeah. knocked them off, but they couldn't uh, get by their second-round matchup. I didn't look up who they played in the second round for that one. Uh, I I'm just realizing now else that... played, though, if you wanted to hear the upset. Uh, so okay. Florida Gulf Coast took down Georgetown in round one. And then San Diego State, seven seed round two. Sorry, sorry, hold on. I think Georgia Gulf Coast sent Florida Georgetown. Coast. Fl- sorry, Florida Gulf Coast sent Georgetown into the Stone Age. I think Perhaps. they're the reason why Patrick maybe, Ewing maybe ended so. up there. I don't well, think speaking, they won since then. Moves, uh, Patrick Ewing out, and then out. Uh, Providence head coach in. Providence, yes, Cooley Ed Cooley is now the Georgetown head coach. Uh, but yeah, Florida Gulf Coast over Georgetown, and then San Diego State, and then shout out the Trojans. We took their head coach, Andy Enfield, afterwards. So he's now at the Trojans, been there for 10 years now. Uh, Oral Roberts in 2021 over um, a particular two seed from Columbus, and then they beat Florida, uh, which is really bad. How, how the hell did Florida lose to Oral Roberts this far? Really bad. Uh, St. Peter's last year, Kentucky, Biden Peacocks. Murray State, and then Purdue. Purdue also ended up losing to Fairleigh Dickinson this year. Oh, okay, real quick while we're on the subject, Everett. This is now three straight years that Purdue has lost to double-digit seeds. 2021, they lose to North Texas, 13 seed. Last year, they lose to St. Peter's, 15 seed. And this, this year, they lose to Fairleigh Dickinson, 16 seed, the shortest team in the tournament when Purdue has Zach Eady. What? Seven foot, how tall is he? Four, seven, seven four, three. seven, five. No, I think he's taller than three. seven, three. I think mm-hmm. it is. He's a big boy. Uh, in my opinion, Fairleigh Dickinson, they were too short for Purdue. Purdue had no chance. They were so short, they couldn't keep up with how feisty they were and how quick they were. They had no shot from the get go. They were too short for Purdue. So, who do you think broke the whiteboard in the Purdue locker room? Uh, so this is actually a great debate. I, I was thinking about this. Now, first glance, everyone would assume like, oh, Zach Eady or the head coach, like most likely. No, I'm going to go with their starting point guard who got his ass fucking put in a blender 
trying to break a full court press. And we found that out late in the season that Purdue's young guards aren't quite built out to dribble it up the court. And so Fairleigh Dickinson with the game plan of the century just press their guards the whole full way up front, front fucking seven foot Zach Eady, make it tough for them to get the entry passes. If you're if if you let him back him down, he's gonna score anyway. So you might as well just try to deny the entry pass. So I'm all on board with that. Be feisty, be scrappy, get some elbows in there, you know, go for his legs, shoot the leg. You know what they say. Uh you know, get Zach Eady where it hurts. That's how you're going to win these these basketball games. You know, if you're a six, his knees out. I didn't realize Dan Campbell was. I didn't realize Dan Campbell was the head coach of Farley Dickinson over there. Yeah, no, uh, we're taking a um, your kneecaps. No, 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 we're, we're we're taking a page straight out of uh, Bounty Gate Saints. Uh, Greg Williams. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm a little I'm a little nervous for the Vikings kneecaps this year. Uh, uh, anyways, yeah, you know, let's not talk about injuries. Yeah, we'll when get it comes to our NFL teams. Uh, don't want to talk about that. Uh, but yeah, some interesting interesting upsets. Uh, and then finally, uh, we went a little off subject, but Princeton over Arizona and Missouri. But I knew the second that Princeton was going to beat Arizona, sprinkle sprinkle on that Missouri money line. Sprinkle. Also, also, by the way, just the, the, the FDU, the FDU 15 and a half might've been the greatest lock of this tournament in this past round versus FAU. Yeah, that, that was, that was phenomenal. I, I, I also think UConn money line last round against St. Mary's was one, one of the, one of the better locks we've seen. I had Arkansas over Kansas in the bracket. A lot of people did. I, I, I did not perfect region. So I can toot my horn right now. I do also have a perfect, perfect region. region. I, I do also have a perfect region, I believe. I'm gonna guess it's the top right. Okay, well let me let me let me find it. Let me find it. Okay. I mine's the bottom right with my Arkansas, best bracket. UConn, UCLA, and my Houston, best bracket. My best bracket has a percentage of ninety eight point three. That's my best is ninety eight point three. What's the name of what's the name of that bracket? Oh, it's just my name with the number. I didn't name oh. it. Oh, okay. Uh, so, hold on, I, I gotta, I gotta get it. My, my, my highest is uh, although the max isn't great, ninety eight percent. I can't see the point because I'm on on computer. It's not, it's not showing me the point. Uh, but so I, I had a bracket that was in like ninety nine percentile the whole time. My free branded Miller bracket. Um, it, it was doing okay. Uh, it's it's not doing too hot right now, but we'll see how it ends up. My my Midwest bracket is my perfect. My main bracket, though, we got fifteen forty max points. Even though I think Arkansas is gonna knock off UConn the next round, and my uh, my UConn Final Four picks about to die. Uh, I also have Houston, Alabama in the final, like everybody else. Yep, like not, everybody not so else. Sure, how that about that one? Out. Uh, it's just not gonna end up that way. Uh, so yeah, we'll 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 see what happens. But uh, r- real quick, uh. As a Big Ten truther, when it comes to college basketball, uh, especially you know with, with, with the recent moves going on, so I'm all Big Ten when it comes to college basketball. Uh, I'm just really happy that our best team uh, that we have left in the tournament is still looking really good despite injuries, U- UCLA. So the best team in the Big <laughs> Ten still left in the tournament, still looking really good. We got a really good shot at the championship, guys. Looking forward to it. Uh, we got a tough matchup with Gonzaga. That we're matching up with, I think we're going to be going up against a red-hot, must-bust Arkansas team, not UConn. But 
Either or. You don't UConn think UConn's going to take that? I think Arkansas's red hot must bust. You got to you got to jump on. They the are they right are. Now. But all I'm remembering is last year. Last year now Arkansas. UConn, this is the first time that they've won their first round of tournament under Dan Hurley. Yes. They're on a little uh, right now. But I believe I have them in the final four. Arkansas. I'm just concerned. Arkansas, about Arkansas. All I'm thinking about is Arkansas last year. I remember that they had one of those upset wins, like the kind of no, same no, thing. That's just that's just Arkansas. That's I know, but they had one last year in the next, the next, the next round, they got demoed. Well, well, the thing is tough matchups, tough matchups. But what do we say in the end of, what do we, what do we say? What do we say in football? What do we say? What do we say in football? I know it's March, so we throw it out the window, but what do we say in football? Um, Emotional wins, emotional wins, lead losses the next week. Well, well, not in March though. That's why I said it. That's why I said it is March. It is March. So throw it out the window. So Houston, after their first game and then at halftime, um, of their last game against Auburn, I was like, oh, fuck. I picked them to win the whole thing. See, like, but this is the thing. Is I have watched Houston now play. after they've won that last game and how they played in that second half, oh, fuck. I have now watched I'm, Houston play this entire year. Second chance brackets, which will be going deep in depth in the next episode. I have, I have watched Houston play this year in person and otherwise, because obviously they're in our conference. I have seen it every year. Not every, well, yeah, every year, but this year specifically, especially when they played Tulane, they are really slow in the first half. Tulane was tied with them both games they played in the half, like first half. They were very close games. I'm Second half, Sasser is back. Fine. Yeah, He's but in the second, a lot of Toradol, they are they are the second. Is, right? They are second. I don't think they're injecting Toradol into his nuts, bro. I was kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> that'd be really. I mean, great. <laughs> I mean, that'd be great content, though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but they're a second half. They're a second half team. Houston toward all dogs, but yeah. they're they're a second half team. Uh, exploding in the second half, we like to see that. But I think this is gonna be Alabama or Houston. Okay. Yeah, I'm that's what it's looking like. I I do I, I do. Arkansas is getting to the final four. I think they're getting to the final four. I think the winner of Arkansas what? and UConn's make it to the final four, and they'll not. What would you do if Princeton made UCLA. it to the final four? I'm not giving Gonzaga much of a shot against UCLA. After I said that, Gonzaga is probably gonna smoke. I I am low key but. cheering. I'm low key cheering. I, I want the the high seeds that are left to make it all the way. I, I don't want any low seeds left in the final four. I just want it to be a fucking chaotic like last match year with all the blue bloods. Huh? Last year was like all blue bloods. Yes, yes, yes. I'm saying I'm saying like I want Princeton to get in there. Fucking oh, give me oh, Arkansas. So don't I want. want- Oh, I thought you just said you wanted I had high seeds to get it. High seeds meaning numerically high, not like oh, one. Like oh, I, oh, I, oh. I flipped it. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. But I, yeah. Oh, so you want Princeton? Yeah, um, give me FAU, Give me Princeton. Give me FAU. Arkansas. Yep. And then, uh, I, I know Miami's the highest seed, but I think Xavier's the biggest like wild card out of Xavier's that. three. I know, but I think they're like the worst. I just don't want any one or two seeds going in. I'll I'll take it UCLA though because they're they're kind of slept on right now. I think they're still a little bit underrated, but yeah, no, no, the 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 uh the heartbeat of the Big Ten UCLA. Yes, they're, they're still yes. in. They're looking good despite injuries. We're still looking great out there in Westwood. Uh, uh so uh, we're we're just fans of the Big Ten on this podcast. All right, uh, but. Yeah, real quick. In a quick preview before we dive into the second chance brackets, which is what we actually give a shit about on this podcast. Uh, 
Oh, we're doing that today. Okay. No, no, no. Next, next, next. next okay. I'm doing a quick preview. Arkansas and Michigan State in the Final Four. I love Sparty in the Final Four, and I love Arkansas too. I think it could still be Bama-Houston as well, but I like Texas over Houston now. I think it's good. Right now, I have Bama beating Texas in the final with Michigan State and uh, Arkansas making the Final Four. Crazy, I know, but it's March, guys. Remember that. We just have, we just have a, Texas, a Texas off. Houston versus Texas. Yeah, Houston, Texas is that's going to be most likely the game of the Elite Eight. I think ba- now people are well. Okay, Creighton's not losing to Princeton. Isn't it also in Creighton's Houston? Isn't isn't isn't, isn't the isn't the finals considered. isn't the Final Four in Houston? I'm not entirely sure. Actually, I think uh, it's in Houston. Let me see. So, all I'm saying. Either Texas or Houston makes it. That is a it is massive in Houston, an NRG that, stadium. That is that a is, massive is a home advantage. home field advantage. Uh, but also with that being said, uh, Alabama, um, they set their guys up for open shots. Um, they they get their shooters open. They they spread the court. Um, they got weapons all around. Um, so Alabama, I think, is going to give a really, you know, you know, a tough killer look. Uh, for Houston, to yeah, go up against yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that's my quick preview. I got Arkansas All right. over UConn. I think the winner of that's going to the Final Four. I don't know. I like UConn. I, I just, I don't. Xavier beats Texas. Oh my god, that's that's gonna be the, that's gonna be the like what the fuck. It's already been the In what the fuck so far. One of my second chance brackets. I'm going to be picking Texas. Every single one and Creighton over Princeton. Every single one. Creighton, Creighton's got a shot too right now. I think Creighton's actually a really good team. They got the best starting five in the country. People have been saying that preseason. They they've been like hot and cold. They go on six game win streaks and they go on six game six game lose streak. You never that, know right? how many games you have to win to win March Madness. Six. Six. So they're good with that number, Everett. They're good on <laughs> six game win streaks, Everett. All I'm saying. All I'm saying. And then they got a tough Ivy League matchup, and then. They got a killer team out in uh out in Tuscaloosa. So yeah. Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa, my bad. Tuscaloosa. But, uh, uh, enough of that. Let Let's move on to the next. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be I pretty good at for more names. The you gotta be pretty good massive. at pronunciating some things because uh, I've learned firsthand that if if you don't uh, you'll be called some names um by some people. It's not necessarily ideal. I'm I'm all for it. I think people are subject to their own opinion. If you guys want to call me names for my ignorance, that's okay. That's all right. Um, Alex two six nine four six four three two four two. Bro, hey, don't come after my boy Alex like that. Um, repeat the numbers after his name one more time. Alex two four six four three four one. Oh yeah, different Alex. We're talking. Ah oh, fuck. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. All right. We're okay. My bad. My bad. My bad. Alexes. But okay, World Baseball Classic Everett. Are you? With Frank the Tank on anti-World Baseball Classic after the Edwin Diaz out for the year injury while celebrating. Yeah, it was well celebrated. And also keep in mind, it wasn't even in a quarterfinal quarterfinal game. wasn't even in a knockout round game. It was in a um, no. I'm I'm not I'm not with Frank. Um, so you're saying Frank was wrong. He, he, as per usual, yes. Whoa, Frank is right all the time. <laughs> Frank was has been dead right. No, he is typically dead right. Um, but 
I don't I don't agree with him because that's I, down 0-1 in that in that game, and he said this is an insurmountable leap. He was correct. The Mets yeah. did not score um, a run for the rest of the game. He I think correct. it literally just it might have literally just been because Edwin Diaz is on the Mets that happened. Uh but yes. I, no, no, I, I just I why. also also <laughs> that like that, that literally is, is why. I mean he was why. he was jumping up and down with excitement and happiness and joy celebrating. No, not really. But but look, like the the World Baseball Classic kind of takes place of a lot of these players spring training games, right? Like that's kind of what, like it, it yeah, is still a only every four years. So yeah, this isn't, it's this it's isn't still game. it's still it's it's and still it's kind of best of one game. So yeah, it's, not- it's still the same premise of spring training. Obviously, some pitchers throw some more than people would like. Obviously, this early, but overall, like it's. It essentially is the same thing as spring training. And that's a fluke injury celebrating like shit. All right. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen somebody tear their patellar uh, tendon celebrating like that. I think that's what his injury was. So something like that, you're that, the, you're the that just, expert. that just blows. That's Dr. that PhD. D. <laughs> uh, Dr. Waterboy. Uh, but yeah, I just it has to be because he's on the Mets. Like that's that's it. And also, no like you you, you want to talk about injuries? Like shit. Okay, Gavin Lux fucking imploded his I leg. I was about to say. So it, you know, are we throwing Gavin out spring Lux training too? Like spring shit. Training. Uh, Freddie Freeman also tweaked his ankle a little bit. He's fine though. He he's back at spring training to play. Thank God. Uh, but also, I just want to say, Everett kind of goes against the whole pro world baseball classic stance. But I'm really happy that the Dodgers like recalled Julio and he is not pitching in the world baseball classic anymore. They're like, Nope, he pitched like 80 pitches the other day. He's not going to pitch again in two days. Nope. Well, doesn't, doesn't the U S play Mexico soon too? I mean, yes, but I don't, it's I all think, strategic. I actually it's all strategic. It, no, it's the Patriot pride. A, I think it'd rather be a dub for the Dodgers overall. If Julio picks up a win pitching over team USA and that lineup, the start now, keep in mind, Everett, Mookie Betts is the only regular Dodger starter for the U.S. So it'd be overall a dub for the Dodgers. Let's say, let's say Mookie hits a solo shot off Julio, and then Julio goes four scored. Now that's a dub. That's a dub. That's the biggest dub the Dodgers could get. And Mexico wins. I guess, but I mean, you, I mean, you want to see U.S. go all the way. Checkers. I know. I know. But we're talking Dodger baseball right here. But hey, pulling him out <laughs> saves his arm a little bit longer so he doesn't throw it out and have that midseason stretch where he's out on IL for like 15 days. Yeah, but you know what? We're not here to talk too much about the Dodgers, even though it is nice to see a nice little J.D. Martinez home run every once in a while on the score app. You know, get that notification. We like to see it. We like to see it a lot. So um, there's always that. But Everett. On to the NFL after we've spent a week away, a week away from the start of NFL. a lot has happened. A lot has happened. Um, uh, Everett, I, I want to start off real quick with something. Everett, I'm so fucking happy for you, dude. I was ready to send you congratulations. I was actually going to send you, um, like, like a congratulations card from Mexico. Everett, you have nothing to worry about anymore. Alan Lazard has signed to the Jets. The bad man is officially gone. They're they're assembling the crew in New York. You have nothing to worry about, dude. The bad man's gone. I'm I just so I love I love the him. way that this is playing out right now because one is preventing officially the, gone. 
You see how but much it's money per- they gave Alan Lazard? But but look, oh, I, I'm oh, loving the way yeah, I'm loving the way that this is playing out. I'm loving the way that this is playing out because one, it's fucking the Packers because the Packers can't do anything. His contract's still in the books. They can't the sign Packers shit have right no now. Leverage now too. Like, the Jets, Aaron the Jets are just fucking annoyed. The Jets are just fucking annoyed. And Aaron Rodgers is basically going to be put in a point where it's like, you know what? I'm going to the, the Jets, but if you're really going to fucking be a dick about this, you're, like, you're going to you're going to make it difficult to get this trade done. I'm just going to retire, and then you get nothing, and you still have my contracts on your books. That would be the biggest Aaron Rodgers I, I fu single handedly possible. Could be incorrect, but I think there is something involved in retiring where, like it's not on the salary cap anymore. You still have to pay the money, but some I, of I, it is some of it is on the salary cap, but, it, but it, it's also the, the point is he, he is not in the contract. No, no, no. The, the point, the point is he shows up to like the camps and stuff. So he's on contract for the year. And then he just is like, ah, you know what? After OTAs, I don't yeah, know if I'm feeling this year to go th- to go through a little bit of off season work, just to spite the Packers. Then, that is really the is an asshole. That is the guy, the kind of guy that Aaron Rodgers is. No, no, but... I, trust me, trust me. I really just thought it through. That's uh, really okay. So we we just have a couple things to go over. I, I'm pretty sure. To worry about. Like, did uh, did the did the Jalen Ramsey trade happen? Uh, we before we did talk about that. But, okay. Uh, Everett, okay. Real quick, I want to talk about sad time. But also before we get to sad time, you're involved in this. Eric Kendricks is a Charger. Drew the tranquilizer is gone, and Eric Kendricks. Which we've talked I would about a little say bit is an upgrade. Uh, I don't know. You tell me, Drew Tranquil. We're talking, remember, Everett, Drew Tranquil is the comparison. If this was two years ago, may say that it's an upgrade. I uh, would say I that it's an upgrade. Think his salary or contract details have not been fully leaked yet, but I think the rumors are like two year six seven a year per year so 16 total right like 12 to 14 total yeah two years 12 to 14 total um possibly but i don't know also, I eric don't kendrick's eric kendrick's remember great tranquil and kenneth murray yes i'm aware if you want to if you want to make let me make my point um eric kendrick's great linebacker Great intellect, like he he's able to read things very well. Like he can read plays very well. Uh, he's a very smart player, but he is slow as fucking grass, dude. He is slow as snails. That he he cannot he cannot catch like he cannot pursuit. There's nothing there. With not being able to catch. Well, no, he can catch. Sorry, I meant like pursuit. <laughs> like oh, he is no. pursuit. They catch up to people. Like. He he got worked over the middle of the field heavily last year, and it's just like slowed. It's like he's just slowing down. He's at the end of the end of his career. I'm happy that he's he's home, but yeah, I I don't know. I I I I would not expect it to be a long term solution there. Also, our linebackers coach that we can uh, we can cut him next year. So yeah, once again. Yeah. I don't know the contract details. This is more of a Chargers fan hope that we can cut him next year. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, if, if he shows up like how he did two years ago, 
obviously that's a great steal for you, but if he shows up kind of how last season was, I know our linebackers coach was kind of bad, but if he shows up how he did last year, I'm not going to lie. You're going to get pretty annoyed with him. We'll see. Pretty fast. We'll see how it goes, but uh, let's get to the speaking of linebackers. going to go a little bit better. I will start. I will start. I got some, some signings with some linebackers demanding a trade, but (laughs) Uh, the bears, the bears have signed. Not one, but two top linebackers from this year's and free like agent a lot of class. Other players too. And a lot of other players. Uh, yeah, so the, the point that I just want to make is, remember when they traded Roquan Smith to the Ravens because they didn't want to pay him? Remember when that happened? Yeah, what did they end up getting for that too? I don't remember. Uh but instead of not paying Roquan Smith, they now pay two of the top linebackers uh, in this free agency class, Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Ed, uh, Edwards. I'm just laughing. They, they got a second and a fifth. I'm just laughing because it's not necessary to sign both of them. Like, what the fuck are both of them going to do for you? Well, Matt Eberflus loves linebackers. Clearly. But, but you're now spending... You're spending 18 mil a, a year for Tremaine Edmonds. I don't even know what the 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 cap salary for for TJ Edwards is, but that's just blasphemy for me. And the best part of all of this is there are back there are Bears fans saying that they're the best team in the NFC North right now. Uh they're better than the Lions, better than than the Vikings. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jordan um, Love. Are we the fuck are we talking about here? Who? Jordan Who? Love. Who? The best quarterback in the NFC North. Jordan Love. Right. The king of Jared the Goff. Jared Goff. Right. Um, there's also people being like, oh, the, I see the Bears. They're on the same trajectory as the Lions right now. Like, we're like a year behind them and like the same thing. Uh, absolutely the fuck not. Slow your roll there r- real quick, bro. Matt Eberflus is not Dan Campbell, all right? Slow your roll. He's not taking kneecaps. Justin Fields, Jared Goff, all right. I don't know what the comparison could be there, but the overall team, my God, the, the Lions are much, much, much better than the fucking Bears will be in the next five years. So, just yeah. a point. Just a point. Yeah, the, the Bears got a lot to fix. Um, but they've been, they've been making a lot of moves. They've, they've been making a lot of... Money and free agents do not fix problems. They... They help fill certain holes, but if you're going to win a Super Bowl, if you're going to win, start to winning divisions, you can't be throwing all your fucking money at free agents. You need to be able to build through the draft too. I think they also still somehow, well, yeah, they have them. They still have like fifty. They still have like fifty mil. They still have fifty mil. Don't get me wrong, but in order for this to work out, like their cap for the next couple years is going to be abysmal. So they need to hit on all these free agents and this draft. And if I'm them, I'm not spending much more of this cap space because I want to have some going forward. So this just, just, a, just a little note. Uh, also lions had a they have, fantastic, they have, they have a stupid amount of picks this year, which I think it only also, them to make what I was also thinking it is, um, they, they also got having two first round picks before this draft. They also got the fucking Panthers first rounder next year, which more than likely is going to be a top three pick. It's going to be pretty solid. Which I'm not happy about. 
one last point about the NFC North. Um, Lions had a fantastic. Oh, actually, fuck- oh yeah, you say your point, then I have a question. L- Lions had a fantastic fucking offseason. They shored up their entire defense. I'm not gonna lie, I'd be pretty spooked about the fucking Lions right now in the NFC North, but uh, their quarterback is Jared Goff, so I'm not necessarily that terrified. But uh, as things are looking a little bit more scary uh, up in up in Detroit, so we'll see how that goes. But their secondary is looking great right now. They just got CJ Gardner Johnson too for safeties, like. We'll see what they do in the draft, but that defense is going to start being pretty good. Millie. Yeah. I feel like that's a little bit of a steal. Uh, a little but, bit. Uh, Everett, my question. Rank. First, the NFC North teams, your predictions for next year, and then rank NFC North predictions over the next 10 seasons. Okay. Next year... Lions, Vikings, Bears, Packers. I think somehow, some way, the Packers are going to finish ahead of the Bears. They finish second. Yeah, maybe. Uh, no. Second, but the, the 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 for next season, the NFC North will be in this order: Lions, Vikings, Bears, and then Packers will be the last team. Over the next ten years, this these are going to be the best teams in the NFC North. Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears. Oh, wow. Man, you're so, you're just evil, dude. You, you <laughs> fucking hate your, you really dislike the Bears. I don't dislike the Bears themselves. I just dislike all them. the, sorry, my bad. <laughs> I don't hate the Bears or dislike the Bears themselves. They're that. just, sorry, my they're bad. just, they're just annoying and their fans are just, I know the fans are always like promoting their teams and stuff, but the Bears fans, just for whatever reason, are just such a fucking news. They're so annoying. Like they, they are like Chicago people. Very narcissistic. It's a Chicago. Like I, they're narcissistic. They're a little narcissistic. Yeah. Well, I mean, Everett hates Chicago. Uh, I actually am not a big fan of Chicago. I'm not gonna lie. I don't love Chicago. All right. So you're just going straight fucking at them. But yeah. Uh, Okay, Everett. Austin Eckler's on the trade block. Uh, and th- this was not a cool way to start off my Monday, <laughs> first day in Mexico. In Cabo. Let's just say not chill. Uh, so I tweeted out, um, we're, we're in Cabo, so positive vibes only. But it was, um, I did not say this, but I should have said this. It was hashtag not chill of Austin Eckler to requ- request a trade on my first day of vacation. Really, really not chill of him. So Austin Eckler's on the trade block. Um, first things that I can think of, which which teams would be really good, like landing spots, fun spots for him. Now, this wouldn't make any sense at all. But goddamn, he'd be like amazing on the Chiefs. So how would how would you feel how would you feel about Trading Austin Eckler and you get Bijan Robinson in the first. Much, I, now I think that's what a lot of people are saying. Or or also, or it also lines up pretty well for us to take Bijan in that slot. You get we've re-signed Khalil Mack or restructured Mack and Bosa and restructured the wide receivers. Or so you get Tajay Spears. Now that's 
that's also the the uh i think he's going round two now in draft so we're gonna have to take him in round two uh but uh and i say have to like it's a bad thing it's a great thing but Bijan round one just makes a lot of sense now like it it, it makes a lot of sense i think Kevin so Moore do you think do you think that austin eckler is going to be dealt big stuff <laughs> yeah he's gone you think that he's gone you don't think he's going to be on the team to start next year He's gone. Yeah. So if 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 you are if you are the uh, Chargers, I don't know what exactly the return for him is though. If you are the Chargers GM, here on his contract, and he wants well, assume assume wherever he's going, he's going to get an extension. No, no, I'm aware. So if you're the Chargers GM, I swear everybody on Earth probably wished wishes that somebody else was the Chargers GM. Uh, But if you were the Chargers GM. What would you need in order to trade Austin Eckler? What would you need to get at a minimum? I don't, I don't like really know. Just like whatever, whatever picks you can get. I don't really fucking know. Okay, so I've offered you a seventh. You're gonna give me, you're gonna give me Austin Eckler for a seventh round pick. Well, okay, obviously that's that wouldn't be it. Give it to. Would you give him to me for a fifth? Like this is the thing. I I don't really know what trade. Christian McCaffrey was traded to the forty. Jerry Jones chart. Christian McCaffrey was but traded. Like, just use this as basis. Christian McCaffrey was traded to the 49ers for a second round pick. That is Christian McCaffrey's value. Okay, so she also second round pick. So you use that as base. I think there's a couple later round picks too, but that was the basis. I think like if we if we Dalvin Cook's probably worth about a fourth round pick right now. A, if we snagged a fourth and a fifth, I'd be ecstatic. Like a fourth and a seventh, I'd be jumping for joy. And also, this is the thing though. That kind of with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, I don't think they have much like much influence or bartering power in these like negotiations because their players like won't play for them next year. So it's like you can't really demand much. Like the Packers are trying to what get two firsts. You can't really. Demand yeah, and no Aaron team. Rodgers every team already said, came like, out and said. Every team already came out and said that they are not trading for anything more than a second round pick. Yeah, like that's that. I mean, that's nuts. But like, just just for reference, they want they want two. They want two second round or two first round picks, which is Watson fucked over everything. Well, apparently the NFL is trying to make it so that that contract and kind of trade never happens again. Um, But nuts. But um, for reference, Lamar Jackson's value right now for signing him is two first round picks. So essentially the Packers thinks that 39 year old Aaron Rodgers has the same value of Lamar Jackson. That's what they think. Yeah. To a degree. And uh, the Lamar Jackson thing is obviously very interesting on its own. We can cover his whole, like apparently he got what three years, like a hundred 30 mil, but he wanted four. he's like 30, he's like 32 mil, 33 well, mil a year five, right now. The Deshaun, but like that's not gonna happen. So, like, he wants four, I guess. Now, I don't know. Uh, but right yeah, now, he's at 32 mil for next year. Fuck, back to the Chargers. Yeah, like a fourth and a fifth. Yeah, fuck yeah. Like a fourth and a sixth. Sure. A third. Oh my god. Hell yeah. But like, I don't think that'll happen. I'd say he has more value than Dalvin Cook right now, so I would say I could see a third. I could see a third. It could happen. Maybe. I guess he has a good 
lack lack of injury track history. Like so. like the the Dolphins, they throw their they probably throw their second round pick to get him right now. Oh well, the Dolphins just throw throw those. They're, <laughs> they're on full Les Snead Rams mode. Fuck them picks. They're well, you know they like they managed to get Jalen Ramsey for a fucking pack of peanuts. So. Oh, yeah. um, no, they're, they're making. I, they're not really even fuck them picks. Like they also at all. officially um, picked up to his fifth year option. So we'll see how that goes. Two a time. Uh, but other uh, some other uh, other interesting moves now. Adam Thielen and Miles Sanders to the Panthers, and as a CJ Stroud truther, and as the future number one pick in the draft, I'll take that. You know, I you know. It's better than Adam Thielen, wide receiver, one season. Chuba Hubbard and Dante Foreman. No, he's gone. But who's, who's I know, I know. Would have been the wide receiver. Oh, one Terrence Marshall. Oh God, Terrence Marshall. Oh fuck yeah. So we'll take Thielen and Miles Sanders. We. I got a Thielen. Oh. I'm kind of disappointed. You've never whipped that out before. Well, um, no, that's a big thing on Viking sweaters. I got a Thielen. I. And also with Cameron Dantzler, your guy who, I mean, he's now gone. It's where, where is he now? I, uh, I don't know. Oh, we got Washington. Yeah. It was a hold me closer, tiny uh, Dantzler. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Oh, hold me closer. Like on inner. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. He tackles hard. And now he's in Washington. So his career's over. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, he, hopefully they move out of FedEx field soon or hopefully dan snyder sells the team that's really what they need uh, but also ever uh, cowboys made some moves stefan gilmore and brandon cooks both to the boys uh, another two trades that i got by the way just want to shout that one out i got those ones right too flowers forever real quick guys quick shout them out guys shout them out shout them out uh, i have gotten every like trade like i have gotten every trade right by the way that oh, i listed i'm pretty sure my god well Pretty sure caveat. Good job. I have not checked it. I have not checked it. But everyone that I remember, I've gotten right. Fair enough. Fuck it. Waterboy uh, analytics. We have got Everett has gotten every single trade correct. Waterboy fact check. Uh, Shout out our intern or uh, call out our intern uh, in case that was wrong. But it was. It it was right. Yeah, you Uh, can. If 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 I was wrong, direct your anger at the unnamed intern. Uh, He relayed that information to me. So. But, okay, Everett. Now, after the Cowboys' embarrassing loss with Zeke lined up at center and getting center, loud, which, over by the way, his last his last snap ever also, is him at the center. They're, they're like appreciation post for Zeke as as an Ohio State fan. Fucking pathetic, guys. What the hell? <laughs> he was running back for America's team, and you give him that bullshit like Twitter post. I need more than that. But, yeah, can we just can we just have a, a moment of silence for Tony Pollard's kneecaps next season? Yeah, but after they went out like that, Everett, they go get Gilmore, they go get Brandon Cooks, Dak, they restructure him, so he is a cowboy for life. Uh pretty sure Demarcus Lawrence is still there. Micah yep. and Diggs on their rookie deals. So they might they might still have some more room to play. The only Micah's got a gonna get a how do yeah. they get over the hump of being the Cowboys in the playoffs. How do they get over that? Is Stefan Gilmore and Brandon Cooks enough? Probably fucking not. Uh, so we'll see how this pans out. The way that you get over it is you're going to put tape over your uniform, which says Cowboys. 
write a different name in and sell the tickets underneath a different name. See if that helps. Don't put Cal- uh, don't put Chargers or Vikings on there. Uh, then. No, no. But what you should put is Chiefs. Yeah. Yes. What you should put is Chiefs. Chiefs. That, that, that is that is exactly. Uh, Got a little guest appearance over there. It's funny. Yeah, it seems yeah. like so. Uh, quick little guest appearance, but we already went over C.J. Gardner Johnson. Uh, last thing I wanted to bring up, kind of a random, ra- random couple bunch of moves, but interesting. Darren Waller to the Giants, Baker made massive trade to the Bucks, and Juju to the Patriots. There's some interesting. Uh, which also pissed off Jacoby Myers, by the way. Juju to the Patriots for the same amount that Jacoby Myers would have gotten paid. Uh. Just pissing him off a little bit on the way out. Yeah, I guess loyalty doesn't run deep in uh, New England like that. No, no, Foxborough, absolutely not. Up there with GM Bill. Uh, <laughs> but first, okay, Waller to the Giants, Everett. Uh, I guess they get Danny Dimes, his guy. Finally, you know, Evan Ingram wasn't him. They go get Waller. Uh, the- Who's their wide receiver now- one right now? Did they sign somebody? I don't know because they motherfucker. They they're cutting Galladay. They're not re-signing Slayton. They just and, did. Oh, they did. Well, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, I thought they signed some wide receiver. One. I thought they signed somebody, they but I, I guess Sterling not. Shepherd. Huh? Maybe we'll see. Whatever. Okay, continue. Uh. But I. Giants, uh, Danny Dimes getting his big money, safe one on the franchise tag. Darren Waller, uh, what, are we, what are we thinking for the Giants next year? Everett, nine and nine and eight. What'd they go this year? Uh, I think they were nine and eight. Oh, that was mean for me. To yeah, ask you about the Giants, that was really fucked up. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I, I, I have not seen it. I have not seen enough from them to think that they're going to make a massive improvement. I think that that, I think, I think that, I think that second place in that division is kind of up for grabs as well. So I, 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 I just, I don't think they've made enough acquisitions to, to make, to make it a, a, a better record than last year. We'll see what we'll see what goes down in uh in the also just want to shout out what a dick move by the Raiders to trade Darren Waller. Uh he got married like a week oh, or two absolutely. ago. And then also um and, and was married to somebody who plays for the Las Vegas. Well that too, but I think also it's the Aces. Josh, Josh McDaniel, uh Josh McDaniels, he leaked it to the media that Darren Waller's like wedding. Uh, Darren Waller's wedding was going on that weekend. Darren uh, well, did not want that out, uh, but you know his former head coach leaked that. Maybe doing that as an extra fuck you on the way out. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, don't know maybe what Darren? What did Darren do to deserve that? He seemed happy. I don't know. Maybe you know, just getting injured, being a shitty fifth round pick for me in fantasy like two years ago. Yeah. Oh, you picked him in the fifth round. Maybe not fifth round, but I remember. I you oh, I you picked him in the fifth. Three. If you picked him in the fifth round, that's not his fault. No, no, it wasn't round. It wasn't round five. I picked him like round three, and it was horrible. Fucking pick, awful. Never doing it again. Okay, all right. Um, I don't. You got anything else for agency wise? Uh, okay, 
So I think by the end of free agency, we will probably have a free agency rankings uh, that we will come out with. I uh, just come up with that on the top of my head. So uh, hopefully I remember that. But I have a continued list of our NFL draft Waterboy edition draft position rankings. So uh, to be to be trademarked. Um, but I have all of them done. Uh, you could pick which positions we do. Wide receiver. Okay. All right. So NFL draft wide receivers. Wait, how many hours of film did you watch before this? Only, only like fifty, right? Like you didn't. You Seventy-five. You think I'm going that low? Fuck no. Oh, oh, Seventy-five okay. hours. So, so, so you did. You did go pretty hard. Oh, I thought you were. Just yeah. Trying to get these done quickly. Oh, okay. Okay. No, 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 no. Seventy-five hours. I've been, I've been up for the last three days. Okay. Four. I just five days. Four days. Okay. Uh, NFL draft position rankings wide receiver edition. Jackson Smith and Jigba, oh, Jordan Addison and Jigba. Okay. And Jigba. Jackson Smith and Smith and Jigba. Okay. In Jigba. In in. In Jigba. In Jigba. Say it with me. In Jigba. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yes. Okay. There you go. Okay. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Jordan Addison. Zay Flowers. Quinton Johnston. Tank Dell. Jalen Hyatt. Jaden Reed. Josh Downs. A.T. Perry and Cedric Tillman. Oh, honorable mentions, Shea Wyatt and Deuce Watts. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. I was about to say that. Just got to throw them. Got to throw, gotta throw my boys out there. So you better fucking put that in there. Yeah. I, uh, but I, I just enjoy. Kind of uh, yeah. If, 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 if you haven't. List, but... Yeah. I. You know what? I, I, I love maybe them. They're my boys. Been, yeah, but Maybe, maybe would have been a little. Uh, no, I know. I, 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 I think it's true. I got to try and make it. Make it. I'm the people spokesman. I gotta gotta keep it honest for Waterboy, Waterboy Faithful. I can't I can't be biased. Um but in general, I mean obviously I am kind of biased. Uh water uh, fucking uh Quentin Johnston. Uh if you follow this podcast, you know that neither of us like him that much. Uh bro's gotten locked down multiple times. He's not gonna be able to do shit in the NFL. I don't think that locked he's gonna be able to Yeah, I don't I don't know how it's gonna work out in the NFL. So, uh, but, but fuck Nathaniel Dell, Tank Dell, uh, he, he is like, and I quote a joystick on the field, uh, Jaden Reed, highly underrated Josh Downs, I think it's a little bit overrated AT Perry and Cedric Tillman, uh, obviously Cedric Tillman, Jane, uh, Jalen Hyatt's teammate, but AT Perry, I think is from Wake Forest Cedric Tillman also uh, coming off an injury. Yeah, Uh, but A.T. Perry, uh, very underrated, not talked about that much, but has intangibles and Uh, film. I'm 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 going to give some honorable mentions to my boy Parker Washington at Penn State. He's a baller. But that's okay. Okay. I think Um, Washington's a problem. Problem. Okay, I got him circled on my big board every time Ohio State played him. Problem. Had him circled. All right. Uh, Next, we're going to go with defensive line. Okay. Do we want do we want to end on this one or we want one more after this? Uh we could do one more after this. Okay. 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 All right. Can I pick the last one though? Wait, wait, no, because wait, wait, no, wait, because wait. I have not trained myself to pronunciate some of these names. Okay, so but, but my, my quick question is do you have O lineman 
or do you have tackle guard center? Do you have tackle interior lineman? Well, how do you I have interior lineman and tackles? Okay, okay. This though defensive line guard ranking baby. Defensive line is ranking. Defensive line is everybody. Defensive line is both interior and edge. Oh, I think that's a bit of a cop out, but sure, we could do that. I just I don't like enough of the interior D lineman to do it like uh its own list. I think we could do it. We could, I we think, could. We'll I see how this does. Just do the edges right here. They're basically all are all just edges. Exactly. But but okay. Uh, all right. You want to defensive? That? I can help you with the edge list real quick. Defensive line. Def- on- nope. 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 Oh. Defensive line. Oh. Okay. Do it this way. Defensive right. line. Okay. <clears throat> Wait. Quick question. Does Nolan Smith count as a defensive lineman? Because yes, he counts as a defensive lineman. Oh. Okay. Okay. He's quite, he, he is listed as a edge rusher. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. You ready? Defensive line. I'm ready. Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, Kalijah Cansey, Tyree Wilson, Nolan Smith, Lucas Van Ness, Brian Breezy, Tuli Tui Pulotu, Miles Murphy, and Will McDonald. Uh, even as a USC truther, I'm, I'm going to have to put my, my boy Miles Murphy out of it. But you know what? That's all right. That's okay. Uh, I just, I think that he's, believer, I think he's. Uh, and uh, Lucas Van Ness, not a believer. I'm not either. I'm not either. But just based off of pure talent perspective, I'm going to put him there. Uh, I personally think that he probably, I think I'd put him at like nine, but and move everybody else up. Uh, if you want to do that, I mean, this is the I'm water boy. Miles Murphy. Uh this is the water boy list. So if you would like to move some pieces around, you can do that. I mean, you're damn right about that. Maybe, maybe the unnamed intern would have some maybe on that. Uh, but I think, uh, I, I think that'll, I think that'll play. I think All right. Okay. Last one. Cornerbacks. Ooh, corners. We like cornerbacks or, or do you want to switch Let's it up? Maybe. Let's okay. All right. I like that. Cornerbacks. I think that'll get the people going. Devon Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez, Joey Porter Jr., Deontay Banks, Julius Brents, Cam Smith, Healy Ringo, Emmanuel Forbes, Clark Phillips III, and Tyreek Stevenson. Ah, oh, man. Clark, Clark Phillips got to be up there. Clark I know, but... Up there. Where would you put him? I'd say he's top five. He's not five. He's not better than Julius Brands. I think he's so fucking good. Okay, so we'll do it this way. Use this one. I it's just Clark Phillips. What I saw him do against Jackson Smith and Jigba last okay. year in the Rose Bowl. Use my old perception. Use this. No, 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 if no, no, you, no, 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 no. You can choose which one. You can no, no, no. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. You. This is a water boy list. So. You can choose between take one and take two. Put you choose which one you want to put. Ringo. Okay, here we go. Put Clark Phillips ahead of Keely Ringo. Devon Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez, Joey Porter Jr., Deontay Banks, Julius Brent. I also would move Joey Porter you, you just, down. You just... Oh, I thought you were asking me like when to put in Clark what Phillips. What the... F- no! I said, here we go. Oh, okay. I, I, just, I, that well, okay, back to the water boy list. I think Joey Porter's a little too high. I don't think he's the third best corner. 
he showed off in the calm, but like I, I just think that overall, like we were talking about this, Everett. What do you, what does he do on tape? He's, he's been pretty good on tape. A guy named Marvin Harrison Jr. Well, also, if you Everett, well, you can't you can't be Marvin Marvin Harrison Jr. would kind of fuck up like most corners. I mean, true, but it's like. Did you also say that he's dude, in the big? Dude, okay. Big Ten's not good. Basketball. I thought you said Big Twelve. I, 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 I was about to call you out for some shit. The Big Ten. Oh yeah, because oh yeah, I think Penn State's in the Big Twelve. No, 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 Big Ten's not. Last year, the teams that could pass were Ohio State, to to a degree, Michigan State had good wide receivers. Purdue could sling it a little. It wasn't great passing, and the whole Big Ten West was literally the worst sub sub conference or division in Power Five. So I I just I think Joey Porter Jr. might be getting some love off the name, and uh, off not the greatest opponents. All I gotta say, I don't think he played the the toughest competition. Devon Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez. Deontay Banks, Joey Porter Jr., Julius Brents, Clark Phillips III, Cam Smith, Keely Ringo, Emmanuel Forms, and Tyreek Stevenson. I, I love how you really emphasize Clark Phillips III because I'm going to be honest, I don't think anyone's ever like specifically said the third, but I love it. I'm keeping that in there. Got it. Got to specifically call it out. That's like that's like JT Barrett the fourth. <laughs> I like. Got to really emphasize. Yeah, the no, third you, you got to get that out there but i i'm a fan uh i think you know because intangibles are the only things that matter i think michigan cornerback dj turner should have gotten in there too i just don't think that he's the 10th like it's just also i, no. I was originally <laughs> high on emmanuel forbes uh but that dude is the lightest player to ever weigh in at uh the combine i'm pretty sure he weighed like 145. Like 150. He he was light, dude. I let me let me let me let me pull it up real quick. Now Everett. 145. I don't know. I gotta pull it up. I gotta pull it up. He was he was light for, for a corner. Like I, on Google, it just quickly says 181. 145. Now that'd be hilarious. Uh yes, he weighed in at 166. That's crazy. So maybe he was just getting down to that clump on speed. I don't know. Oh, he ran a four, four, five too, though. Maybe, maybe that's the best he could do. Yeah. He had to get that number or else it would have been a four, five, six when he's at normal <laughs> weight. With that, thank you guys so much for watching. Please rate us five stars. Check it out on TikTok, YouTube, and on Twitter at waterboy pod. Make sure to subscribe, like favorite, follow on every platform. Tell your friends, tell your grandmother, Tell your children. Uh, also, uh, be sure to download our podcast on Spotify and Apple uh, Podcast. Download yeah. the podcast. Listen on air and follow I, and follow I, us I, on Spotify. Just went on like my first airplane in a while. What was I doing? That's right, listening to myself talk the Waterboy Podcast while I was in the air. You can you find us down below, right here at our handles. With that, Waterboy is out.